1997. Dr. Neil Warren is strolling through a park in Pasadena, California. With him is his son-in-law, Greg Forgatch. Warren takes a deep breath. He's about to embark on a sacred mission. I'm worried about the skyrocketing number of divorces in America. There's something seriously wrong, and I want to fix it before it destroys the country. Seems to me you've been working on that for years. You published books, put out video seminars for church leaders. What more can you do? Well, Greg, what about the Internet? The Internet? Seriously? Yes, yes, the Internet. I know what you're thinking. So what if I'm 63? But even I can see what's happening. People look online for whatever they want, even dating prospects. Why can't we offer uh, a Christian alternative? Christians use the Internet, too. Hmm. You know, I think that's got possibilities, Neil. But how are you going to do that? I'm not. You are. Forgatch's head snaps up and he looks at Warren. All this computer stuff is way beyond me, but this is your forte. I do have a plan for a dating site that just might work. As a clinical psychologist and Ivy League-trained theologian, Warren's counseled thousands of couples, but always through the stained-glass lens of his evangelical Christian background. Over the course of his three-decade career as a marriage counselor, Warren has come up with what he calls the 29 Dimensions of Compatibility. He's devised 436 questions to help people find not just a date, but a holy union. Warren figures his son-in-law can use the questions and answers to create a love-seeking algorithm. I can help you with your plan, but you've got heavy competition in Match.com. Though I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's mostly for people looking for one-night stands. Warren spots an amorous young couple and shakes his head. They're oblivious to him as they make out on a park bench, hot and heavy. Warren has been married to his wife, Marilyn, for 30 years. They've raised three daughters together. People just don't get it. They think they can fool around, have premarital sex, and somehow they'll stumble upon a lasting union. With my rubric, people will have the option of finding true happiness in a serious relationship online. But what Warren doesn't get is that aside from sketchy sites offering foreign brides, few people expect to actually marry someone they meet online. In Warren's quest to help singles find lasting love, he's about to enter the cutthroat business of online dating and his Christian ideals will lead him into a minefield. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. 
Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amic slash you know. Now, since you're a podcast listener, I'm sure you know all about how audio just does something to the imagination. So I'm really excited to tell you about how Audible's brand new exclusive thrillers are brought to life with that kind of captivating sound design, the eerie soundscapes and dynamic performances. There's one that caught my eye. I should say caught my ear. It's an Audible original called Sleeping Dogs Lie by Samantha Downing. It details the aftermath of a local businessman's murder in Marin County, California, a once sleepy suburb now part of the bustling Silicon Valley area. And as an Audible member, well, you get to keep one title a month from their entire catalog, including bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible now free for 30 days. Head on over to audible.com slash BW or text BW to 500-500. That's audible.com slash BW or text BW to 500-500 and try out Audible free for 30 days. From Wondery, I'm David Brown and this is Business Wars. On the last episode, Gary Kremen, a lovelorn entrepreneur frustrated with online dating, created Match.com, and it took off. But after employees complained about Kremen's abusive behavior, the board unloaded him. The site went through several hands before being picked up by power broker Barry Diller's massive media conglomerate IAC Interactive Corp. Copycat and niche sites have since popped up. But none can touch Match's success and popularity until Dr. Neil Warren's Christian innovation. eHarmony and Diller's company is intent on taking it down. His clash with Warren won't just be a war. It'll be a holy war. This is Episode 2, eHarmonic Convergence. It's August 2000. With $3 million in seed money, Neil Warren and his small staff launch eHarmony.com out of their Pasadena headquarters. It's the first algorithm-based dating app site. But not many people are signing up. Some 10 months in, eHarmony is close to closing down. But Warren's determined to press on and manages to get additional funding. And slowly, the site begins to catch on at least in Christian circles. A guy named Steve strides into his local sports bar. Widescreen TVs are blaring and waiters are pushing happy hour drinks. The room is about half full and Steve quickly spots his buddy, Kyle. They're both in their 20s and they like to come here and catch up. After their usual chat about football and cars, they get into a newer topic. Hey, Kyle, how's it going with eHarmony? You sign up yet? Yeah. But it's taken me forever to get through all those questions, 436 of them. It's like a freaking SAT test. Trust me, my friend, it'll be worth it. The new woman I'm dating, she's really something. Angelique, she's a good Christian. We really get along. Match made in heaven. The guys clink their beers. I'm glad you found someone, Steve, but these questions, I mean, I get their purpose, but some of them just don't make sense to me. Like... They won't match up a woman with a guy who's shorter than her or who's depressed. 
Who isn't depressed sometimes? And they won't match you up if you're gay either. You're not interested in some lady who could play center for the Lakers, or is a bummer, are you? And you're sure not looking for a dude. No way. Well, Kyle, look at it this way. E-Harmony is just looking out for you. Neil Warren is doing everything he can to promote E-Harmony. He appears on mainstream TV shows like Oprah and Politically Incorrect to spread the word. But mostly, he's pushing E-Harmony to Christian groups. He travels the country meeting with church leaders and is a frequent guest on the Focus on the Family radio broadcast. Its host, evangelical psychologist James Dobson, is a powerful man in the conservative Christian community with 200 million listeners. Warren knows he needs Dobson's endorsement. And that means going along with some of Dobson's more controversial beliefs. Dobson said that, in the eyes of God, marriage is strictly for a man and a woman, and that homosexuality is a learned trait and can be reversed. In a speech titled, Bringing Up Boys, Dobson says it's important to weed out homosexuality in American culture. We want to talk about the prevention and treatment of homosexuality in boys. What a very, very important topic. And uh, one that parents are very nervous about, very anxious about it, because they fear that their sons and daughters will become gay or lesbian. This connection with Dobson is one that Warren will soon regret. In 2003, eHarmony veers away from its Christian-only foundation. The bottom line is that this is a business. Warren and others within the company understand there's a lot of money to be made by opening the site to a variety of religions. Users can now choose to identify as Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Sikh, Shinto, other, spiritual but not affiliated with religious group, or neither religious nor spiritual. Seems like everyone is now welcome at eHarmony. And lo and behold, even more people meet and marry. Warren is getting invitations to weddings from thankful subscribers, far more than he could ever attend. And it inspires an eHarmony advertising campaign. The ingenious marketing idea is based on the 1989 hit film, When Harry Met Sally. The movie features longtime married couples describing how they met. We fell in love in high school. Yeah, we were were high school sweethearts. But then after our junior year, his parents moved away. But I never forgot her. You never forgot me. eHarmony decides to use testimonials from satisfied members in a $50 million radio and TV ad campaign. The appeal is that these are real people telling their stories, not beautiful Hollywood actors. Honesty is a cornerstone of the eHarmony process. eHarmony matches you at a deeper level. Once I saw the profile, I was very, very surprised that they could hit the nail that closely to the head. The eHarmony process begins with our new compatibility profile, a $50 value, which you'll get free when you log on to eHarmony today. All you have to do is be honest about yourself, and they take care of the rest. And I think eHarmony does it better, that's for sure. eHarmony.com. Visit us today. Though some viewers find the commercials cloying, they quickly worm their way into pop culture. But it's not long before they're a source of ridicule. Tonight Show host Jay Leno puts on a white wig and impersonates Warren, and Saturday Night Live unleashes a stinging parody called Me Harmony, 
Cast members dress in drag and gush about finding their perfect mate, a cloned opposite-sex version of themselves. Hi, I'm Dr. Terry McWarren, founder of MeHarmony.com. When you sign up at MeHarmony, we only ask you questions about your favorite subject, you. I can't believe how lucky I am. Sandra and I finish each other's thoughts, and we finish each other's sentences. It's amazing. He treats me exactly... Warren is getting lambasted. But by 2004, the company is turning a profit. And it lands another $110 million in venture capital. The following year, eHarmony claims 8.3 million members and over 6,000 marriages. In 2005, Match.com celebrates its 10th year as the world's number one online dating site. In March alone, the site draws 4 million visitors, compared to eHarmony's 2.7 million. Then, Match partners with Love at AOL and MSN Dating and Personals, expanding the reach to a more diverse audience. But Neil Warren isn't worried. The way he sees it, eHarmony users are looking for marital bliss, while Match is still a hookup site. His rosy optimism is unclouded by the gathering storm he fails to see on the horizon. It's 2005, Ocean County, New Jersey. Eric McKinley sits down one evening at his desk and fires up his computer, eager to find someone special. McKinley is 43, and he wants a serious, long-term relationship. He's been inspired by the eHarmony TV commercials. Warren looks like a friendly uncle. He smiles constantly and seems so sincere. You want to trust him. McKinley's fingers hover over the keyboard as he gives himself a pep talk. Okay, here we go. Next stop, true love. Let's see now. How do I get to the questionnaire? Questions are the heart of the site that sets eHarmony apart from the rest. But before all that love wizardry happens, you have to register. And McKinley is having trouble doing that. He scans the screen, scrolling up and down, clicking on pull-down menus. He furrows his brow. This is weird. Am I doing something wrong? He sees categories to register for woman-seeking man and man-seeking woman, but that's not what he's after. McKinley is gay, and there's no way to register as man-seeking man. McKinley feels his face redden in anger. What the hell? This is 2005. How can this be happening? McKinley's angry, offended, and hurt. When he finally calms down, he gets litigious. He contacts the state attorney general's office and files a discrimination suit. The site's no-gays stance is a major blow to the supposedly all-embracing eHarmony. Warren insists he doesn't hate gay people, but as far as he's concerned, same-sex unions aren't part of God's plan. But whether things will change at eHarmony will be up to a different sort of higher power, a New Jersey judge. And when that happens, Warren will get a new kind of religion. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase every day. 
That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. With a vast network of more than a billion professionals, it's the best place to hire. You'll get access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And if that sounds overwhelming, look, don't worry, it's not. LinkedIn Jobs makes the process easy and intuitive. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. If you're like me, hiring the best candidates for a job can often be about who you know, the connections you make. My favorite thing about LinkedIn Jobs is the ability to screen for the experience and qualities you're looking for and reach out directly, not waiting for the right person to come in over the transom, sifting through emails. It's actually fun to find people with the skills and backgrounds you need this way through LinkedIn Jobs. Often, you're making connections that help your business along the way. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash businesswars. You can thank me later. That's linkedin.com slash businesswars to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. August 2005, Los Angeles. Neil Warren adjusts his headphones and leans into a microphone. Check, check. How is, how's this? Do I, do I sound okay? An audio engineer talks to him from the booth. Sounds great, Neil. I have Terry ready for you. Warren takes a sip of water and composes himself. He's sitting down for an interview with Terry Gross, host of the NPR show Fresh Air. Gross is in her studio in Philadelphia. Eric McKinley's discrimination suit has just gone public, and now Warren's in the hot seat. I do want to mention that from what I've read, there's one group who you declined to match, and that's gays and lesbians. Let me tell you why we don't. Um, I look back at my 38-year career, and I've seen thousands of people in therapy. I've never had a same-sex couple uh, in therapy. I I don't know how... I don't know exactly what the the dynamics are there. We've done a deep amount of research on about 5,000 married people, but never on on people who are same-sex. So we don't know how to do that. We think the principles probably are different, and so we've never chosen to do it. And that's the position we take. Gross has laid bare the gaping hole in eHarmony's armor. And Match.com is gearing up to exploit it. By 2006, industry-wide sales in the cyber dating market hit almost $650 million a year. And as eHarmony wrestles with persistent evangelical image and no-gays policy, Match.com, with 15 million members, seizes the obvious opportunity. Match launches Chemistry.com, a sister site using the same personal analysis and algorithm-based format as eHarmony. But unlike eHarmony, the site emphasizes total diversity. It's open to anyone. And Chemistry.com goes after eHarmony with a vengeance. It hires Honk Raboyan Partners, an independent ad agency based in New York, to tackle eHarmony. Chemistry's VP, Mandy Ginsberg, sits down with Honk to hear what he's ginned up. All right, Adam, what have you got for us? What we want to do is put eHarmony's discriminatory practices into an easily digestible message. Okay, such as? 
We pose the question of what it would mean if the entire country had to live by eHarmony's rules. I mean, what if you can't go to the beach if you're gay? Or if you've had premarital sex? Or you can't spend the night at a certain hotel chain or rent a car? Right. If eHarmony had the power to reject people in situations beyond its dating site, it would be completely absurd and deplorable. <laughs> wow. This is great. Let's do it. In April of 2007, Chemistry spends $20 million to launch an aggressive campaign. It's called Rejected by eHarmony, and it pulls no punches. One ad features a good-looking man paging through a copy of Playboy, scrutinizing the photos with little interest and shaking his head. No, still gay. Who knows why eHarmony has rejected over a million people looking for love. But at Chemistry.com, you can come as you are, and your first five Chemistry-inspired matches are free. Join Chemistry.com today. It's a clear pitch to gay viewers. And then there are those weighing the mystery rejections by eHarmony. I wonder if it's because of my late fees at the library. No. I did forget to send my brother a birthday card. How would they know that? I didn't do anything for Earth Day. I mean, I am a good person. Right? The ads work. Within eight months, the number of gay and lesbian users on chemistry shoots up by 200% to 3.7 million. Less than a year later, McKinley settles his anti-gay discrimination suit with eHarmony. The New Jersey Attorney General finds probable cause that eHarmony violated the state's anti-discrimination laws. eHarmony will pay $5,000 to McKinley and pay $50,000 in legal fees to the Attorney General's office and give 10,000 people looking for a same-sex relationship free subscriptions for six months. At eHarmony's Pasadena headquarters, a meeting is called. Neil Warren retired the previous year as CEO, but he's still on the board, and he has an announcement. I'm sure all of you know we've settled with Mr. McKinley, though the settlement acknowledges no wrongdoing. But we're going to have to make some changes. As part of the settlement, we're going to be launching a gay dating site. There's relief in the room. Maybe not from Warren. At 74, his beliefs are ingrained. But eHarmony has gay and lesbian employees who have never been comfortable with restrictive policy. It's rumored that some have even quit over the issue. Warren smiles, as he always does, and gazes around the room. eHarmony itself will stay as is, but we're launching CompatiblePartners.com next March. I certainly hope it works out. And we'll also be giving Mr. McKinley a free one-year membership. Any questions? What about bisexuals? Of course they're welcome to join the new site, but they'll need to pay two subscription fees. After eHarmony launches its gay site, Warren says that 350,000 eHarmony members immediately left the site out of principle. By 2009, Americans are spending close to $700 million a year on online dating sites making the search for cyber love second only to porn in the paid content world. 
In February, Dillard's IAC incorporates Match Group as an umbrella company for multiple dating services and begins an aggressive shopping spree for other sites. The first purchase is the niche dating service People Media and its 27 dating sites, including blackpeoplemeet.com, seniorpeoplemeet.com, and singleparentmeet.com for $80 million. Match Group continues buying for years until it's got a virtual monopoly on dating sites. By 2009, Match.com and eHarmony are once again in competition, this time for ownership of Yahoo Personals, which is more of a hookup site with 4 million users. But then, eHarmony passes. It figures it'd be better to let Match buy Yahoo Personals than sully eHarmony's brand. By May 2010, Match absorbs Yahoo Personals and becomes the exclusive dating site on Yahoo. Yahoo Personal users can either cancel or have their profiles migrated into Match.com. eHarmony has blown a huge opportunity. Match now has the edge. But major competition is ramping up in the cyber dating world. Competition that will force even juggernauts like Match to struggle to stay on top. In our next episode, a gay site is about to break open an entirely new feature that will redefine the business. And a young man emerging from a shower gets his inspiration for a new hookup site as he wipes the steam from his mirror. Fortunes will be made, and shame will be leveled. Hey, Prime members, you can binge every episode of Business Wars ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. From Wondery, this is Episode 2 of Dating App Wars. A quick note about recreations you've been hearing. In most cases, we can't know exactly what was said. Those scenes are dramatizations, but they are based on historical research. I'm your host, David Brown. Peter Gilstrap wrote this story. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor. Edited and produced by Emily Frost. Sound designed by Kyle Randall. Our executive producers are Jenny Lauer-Beckman and Marshall Louis. Created by Hernan Lopez for Wondery. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.